Welcome to No Off Season, the cycling podcast by Bora Hanskor. In this podcast, we talk about some of the biggest races in pro cycling and how we approach them, give you insight into the team and present some of our personalities. Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast. Today we'll be joined by none other than Lukas Pestelberger, aka Pesti, our seasoned classics rider from Austria, former Austrian national champion and Giro stage winner. And you'll all remember that he also took a stage at the Dauphiné last year after a daring solo attack and wore the yellow jersey there for several stages. Today we'll be finding out from Pesti what's so special about the classics, in particular on Lupet Newsblad, which is his very next race. We're also going to be asking him to talk tactics and about key sections of the race, so hopefully he doesn't give away any top secret plans that we'd like to implement this Saturday. So first things first, welcome Pesti, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, hello. And also welcome to my colleague Andreas Hartmann, who will actually be at the race this weekend in Belgium. Hello. <laughs> Very nice to be on the first episode of this no off-season cycling podcast of Borans Groy. Okay, so let's get on with it. So, Pusty, first question. You've woken up in the hotel room and it's the morning of the race on the Fed News Blood. What are you thinking and, and what are you feeling exactly? Well, it's uh, always uh, nice to be back racing in Belgium, especially at the opening weekend. So, <clears throat> I'm quite nervous, to be honest, and uh, uh, for sure, I already checked the weather forecast for a hundred times at least, and I'm opening the curtain and watching outside and uh, hoping for uh, at least no snow, you know, because that happened also in the past. And uh, Well, looking forward to an exciting day and uh, a stressful race and uh, a great opening to the Belgian spring season. Weather looks great, actually. I saw the forecast as well. Yeah, it should be nine degrees, sunshine. And it's it would fit me if it's more like technical and maybe a bit of rain, but uh, I don't mind the sun. Um, is it an important moment in the season for you? And uh, if so, uh, why? Of course, uh, like the opening weekend uh, is basically my start for the season, and uh, it's more like. Uh, a real goal than probably doing already some races in Spain and uh, uh, or in uh, UAE or, or, or in Saudi, for example. It's more like for a pure classic rider like I am, it's, it's, it is the weekend to start the season and uh, you have to be in shape already and you have to be prepared to, to fit to the team and fit the circumstances. And uh, yeah. It's it's already how to say it's the start, but it's already like full start. So <clears throat> you need to be prepared. But all what comes beforehand is more like I'd say uh, preparation, and what comes after is the great showdown. So up to now, it was warm up. Do you feel ready for the real start of the season? Actually, I do now. Yeah, I had a, a good week in uh, in Algarve, and then. Uh, in Mosa and Almeria and uh, had good numbers and good feelings on the bike and uh, I feel my body is getting there and I'm looking forward to race on Saturday and Sunday. So there's a bit of a debate, as you mentioned, as you touched on, about where the season really starts. Some say, no, it starts in Tour Down Under and I'm partial to that argument and I might be biased being Australian. So you're firmly in the camp that it starts at Omloop. Yeah, you know, I mean, 
Turanander and and yeah, also Argentina. If I was only, I can't tell from Argentina, but I can tell from Turanander is more like a, a holiday race kind of, you know, because everybody's still relaxed and well, the European season is about to start, but it's not fully on, so. It's a good start, but it's like I hardly know a classic rider going there already in top, top shape. So for the classics, and if you are a classic type, you're going to start your real season at Omlop. I'd say, of course, like cycling season starts, but you can't keep, I mean, you can probably keep focus for all year, but in my opinion, I wouldn't focus in like, for Tour I would focus on, on Omlop to be ready and to, to do a good race. And for Tour I would probably focus on being a good helper or doing a good lead out or going in a breakaway and stuff like this. But for, for the opening weekend, you, you need to be ready mentally, physically, and, uh, uh, it takes all you, you have to basically survive. So when we're talking about, uh, shape, how did you prepare for the race? Have there been any changes compared to the last years? Yeah, there was a major change actually. I, I got sick in uh, in November and then I had to basically skip all training in December and I just started with Christmas. So it was kind of hard and uh, also disappointing because I really felt I wanted to go back on the bike, but I couldn't. So... It was more a mental game basically because now obviously I'm, I'm in good conditions and cycling for several years finally pays off. So I found my shape, uh, uh, quite fast and, uh, with, uh, probably less, uh, how to say effort than usual, but it's for sure a benefit also out of the seasons, the previous seasons and the preparation there. So. Uh, well, it, it, it could go wrong. It, it went right. So I'm happy with it. Okay. And getting to the race itself to talk some tactics. So where are the critical points you think in the race? Like we know there's the Kappenmoor and the Bosberg. So take us through these and some other points that you think are really key in the race on the weekend. Yeah. Second time when we pass the cobblestone section, Hahoop, it's going to be a crucial one because afterward it will never slow down again. And the approach there is also quite uh, tricky. You have a fast descent and uh, then a narrow windy road to go there. And then, uh, yeah, being on Hakug and knowing, okay, now it's the point to be there and be in front and pushing full up block to the finish line is, is basically it. So there is not much tactics. Beforehand, just try to save as much energy as possible and uh, be there in a really good position. And for this, you need a, a quite strong team. Probably, probably afterwards, it's 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 gonna be, yeah, a bit different because uh, several teams will have cards to play, and we we try to have uh, three or four guys in the in the final of the race. So we can uh, share the moves, the, the attacks, the covering moves and uh, uh, to push the race in the direction we wanted to have it. So yeah, we, we, the parkour is not like uh, 
usual that there are small several changes, but uh, it it won't like affect the race in in total. But it's gonna make it uh, more nervous, and uh, of course also for for me because there's another climb more interesting than than in the past. What what tactics do you have in mind, and uh, how will the race play out? Do you think? Well, for me is. As I prepared myself pretty late and pretty fast, it would be like, I would prefer like the final getting started as late as possible uh, to save as much energy in the calmer beginning, hopefully. So uh, to to fully focus on the last, uh, I'd say 100 kilometers. So basically half of the race to push and then bring the, the major effort but I'll try to be in the in the first group, uh, going over the couple more, and then uh, finding maybe some good legs or moves on the approach to Bosberg and also further than to the finish line. Okay, and a bit of a different question: What's a, a race situation that you would think? Okay, this would be a really awesome situation to take the win. Like this is where we can unleash Pesty Power at its best. Uh, if there is tailwind from both back to the finish line, this would be really good for me. <laughs> this would be an awesome situation. <laughs> Eric, I would release Percy Power and I just go full up lock and, and see where I end up. Awesome. <laughs> so um, now we're trying to get some uh, performance insights from you. Maybe, maybe you tell us something. Um, What's the goal of, of Bora Hansgrohe and um, what's the approach of the team for, for this race? Yeah, we have a, a quite an open tactic, actually. We have three guys in, in quite good shape. That's uh, Patrick Gamper, Jonas Koch and me. And uh, for all others at the start line, it's a bit of a question mark uh, because Jordi is going to race on, on Sunday uh, for Kürne, so he's trying to save a bit of energy to to make the sprint the other day. So uh, with Marco, it's a bit of a question mark, also with Niels and uh, with Ida, because they, they were sick the last week. So they might uh, need a, a few kilometers to find back in the race and find back in the pain. But yeah, uh, we try to bring like three or four guys in the final of the race. And uh, then we try to... Yeah, make it interesting. Follow moves, creating moves, probably uh, avoid situations where we are not in in a in a dangerous group. And uh, of course, trying to to fit our style of riding. And this is not maybe for Jonas would be good if there's a sprint from a smaller group, but for me and and Gampi would be good if we we might make the decision already a bit early in the race and go to the finish line with a real reduced group. So. Yeah, I'd say we're gonna ride aggressively from uh, from the early, yeah, crucial part on probably, and uh, we're gonna share the attacks and make the race interesting. That's a general Borahans Grohe approach a bit for this for this season, you know. So it takes over to the classics. The classic is where you can really have a benefit out of it, in my opinion. So. It's always hard, you know, it's hard in the front, it's hard in the back, it's hard everywhere. So why not go in the front? 
Okay, and tactically, where do you think in the race is the last chance to make a difference? Sort of the point of no return. Like if you're not in the front group or the group of favorites by this point, there's no chance. I mean, it differs with how it came down to an uncharacteristic sprint from a larger group last year, but where do you think that point will be this weekend? For sure, it's the Kabelmoor. If you're not in the front group in the Kabelmoor, you have to chase them back and then probably make it back to the Bosberg, you're going to be dropped there again because your body's full of lactate and full on the limit. And uh, there is the point to be with the best on the Kabelmoor. And if you make it, you make it. And if not, there is like, it's, there is hardly a chance making it back to the front and bringing probably a decisive attack or sprint out of the, of your tired legs. But it depends also on the style of riding from the group in front. So you can't predict how the race is unfolding, but this is anyway like a point to be is the couple more. If, if things go wrong early in the race, um, is there a way, or do you think that there is a way to, to come back or to come over that? Yeah, actually in, in the classics, the earlier it goes wrong, the easier is it to compensate because you just keep on racing and, uh, yeah, you can save energy with your style of riding, you know, you, you just need to change the approach, you know, like, uh, there is no more, I don't know, a puncture or a technical problem or a crash or whatever could be an end in, in every situation, but as earlier as in the race, the easiest to compensate. So, uh, stay calm focus, change maybe the approach a bit, but never give up. That's basically it. So if things go wrong, they should go wrong in the, in the early stage of the race. I hope it's not yeah. getting like fully wrong. Yeah. So we can't uh, do anything about it. But, uh, if there are some issues, problems, whatever, like crashing or yeah. Nothing we can, uh, we have to abandon the race. It's the earlier the better. But um, to finish it up, let's just hope uh, things do not go wrong. And uh, yeah, firstly, thank you very much for, for joining our very first episode of the No Off Season Cycling Podcast. And see you, see you in Belgium, in Belgium on Friday. I'll be there ready tomorrow at noon. I'll go for a ride and check the weather and the wind situation probably. So. so guys, good luck in Belgium and thanks again for the chat ahead of opening weekend. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in and we hope to see you for the next episode. 